Peace, kings and queens. It's your girl, DJ Jayla Experience. And you're now listening to Kings and Queens Radio 2025. New Year, same old me. Stay tuned. Peace, kings and queens. It's your girl, DJ Jayla Experience, here with Frequency Flux. Peace, 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 peace. And we have a special guest today. Yes. Got the producer. Bow, bow, bow. In the building. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Real quick, we're going to take you through a little history of time and then catch you up real quick and tell you what he's all about and how he serves the community. So, um, my brother, um, we love this music thing. We love it. We love it so much. So much. It saved our lives, kept us out of trouble. Um... What made you want to do this? Or I could say... What do you do for our fans that don't know you yet? Well, <clears throat> I'm, uh, I wear multiple hats. I am a music producer, slash audio engineer, slash videographer, slash editor, slash um, photographer. Um, and the reason for all these hats is because of... A company I started in 2008 called Sons, which is a multimedia company which specializes in audio and video production. For those that don't understand that, that is in reference of recording studios and music, I mean, uh, recording studios and video production. You went from recording at events to shooting a music video to recording an interview. Fire, 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 fire. Um... What made you decide to do this, and, and what age did you start it at? Um, well, first and foremost, um, I started doing it at 19 years old. Um, I have an older brother who's eight years older than me, and my room was right next to his. So from him playing uh, Special Ed to Tragic Adafi to... Cool Modi to Run DMC. It's like the, my room always used to vibrate from the speakers on my wall. Damn. So it felt like, you know, the, it just like penetrated me. And then as I got older, you know, I'll say like 15, 16, mm. then I started um, to have conversations with my dad and he started to tell me that he used to be in the music business. He was signed to Hollywood Records as a songwriter. Wow, okay, all in the family. Right. He actually line. auditioned for Smokey Robinson at the Howard Theater. And being that he was from North Carolina and on his own, he didn't go, like, Smokey wanted him to come back. He didn't go back. Like, he didn't He didn't have a manager. His sister was his manager, but he felt like he wasn't ready. Mm. And he, you know, he but that's like that's that's what really kind of made me want to start because I wanted to do the music, but I only like to do things that come from a purpose. So when I knew, like, all right, damn, my pops did this. My brother is a heavy music hip hop connoisseur junkie. Like my friends used to come over and go see my brother and see what new tape he got first. Mm, that sound like my brother. Or CD, right? And then come holler at me. But hold on. So. What made you not become a rapper? And just make beats? Yeah. Well, all the time when I used to listen to music, I always used to 
go to the B side because the instrumental was there. For some reason, I never understood that. Mm. And I always would listen to side B and just lay in my bed and listen to the instrumentation. You were drawn to all the time. All the time. I don't know why. I just. No, I think it's because your brother was playing those beats. And you was hearing the, well, I, rather than hearing the words, I think you was hearing the beats and it was penetrating through the wall. Maybe that, at times I couldn't, like, at, at this time I couldn't, I could understand it and I knew it was dope because at the same time my brother was downstairs with his friends, they were breakdancing. I was watching them, I was putting on so I didn't know what I was doing, but I just knew this is what, this is what people are doing. And then we're talking about... You know, 88, 89, 90, right. you know, I'm in 7th, 8th grade. So fast forward, you know, 11th, 12th grade, my brother gets me a, a, a beat program. It's called Hip Hop EJ. Mm. It was for the PC. I was the first program I ever had. You know, and then I just would love making beats. Like, I, I'm, I'm a shy person, so I don't like to, I never want to be up front. So once I realize that this is something that's done, and it's done behind the scenes. That's fire, son. Then I could do that. But like I said, like I started at 19. This is, and I'm about to tell my age, this is 1999. Mm. You know, it's 1999. I did. You know, and so that's how I started. And just, I just started. I just, like, it wasn't like, oh, you know, my friend, no one, no one around was rapping. No one was rapping. Like, dudes would just, you know, get a cassette and just be bullshit, but nobody was coming over, like, yo. Hey, check my music, check my music, need to get down with this. I just was making beats, and then a couple of my friends, they were rapping. Mm. And they would always ask me to go to their pop studio in Mount Vernon, but I was too busy chasing girls and not realizing, like, this is what I want to do. Wow. What was your producer that you always looked like? I want to make it sound like that. If DJ I don't... Premier. DJ Premier. DJ Premier. Damn, I'm about to say, I definitely had an instrumental CD from DJ, and So, Gangstar. Gangstar. But this is the problem. Like, it's DJ Premier, but when I moved into it and when I was trying to make my sound, I was mixing Havoc, Premier, Pete Rock, Diller, Eric Sermon, and just what I liked. Damn, son. Like those are to me, those are the, those are those, when it comes to music, those are my those are my and there's plenty. Those more. are the gods. Those yeah. are your gods. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. And it got crazy because in '99, Havoc was living right around the corner from my parents' house right. in Freeport. Right. So yeah. at that time, I'm making the beats on the computer. I was able to see hip hop. Like I was invited to the house. I used to play ball with them. I was downstairs in the studio. And had to play on a beat, and dudes came downstairs like roaches with their pads. I'm gonna tell you a story about that real quick. Please. Um, me and my partner got the same in the, um lawyer as them. His name is Jack Reynolds. Piece of Jack Reynolds from getting me out of that bullshit record deal contract, bro. Uh, we we paid a couple of stacks, but it's all good. And I had to change my name because of habit. And it was coming out with that with that shit. So they was like, yo, he heard that a dude in Freeport named Mainland Havoc. So when I went to my lawyer, cause of, cause Lisa Campbell, shout out to Lisa Campbell too. Lisa Campbell would chill with them in Queens. And then come to the hive and say, 
Havoc know that you got the same name as her. So now when I go to my lawyer, Jack Reynolds, who was managing, who was who was a lawyer for Onyx too. So we would go to we would go up there, and he said, "Yo, Havoc, you and Havoc, what you gonna do? Blah blah blah. They're coming out with an album." I said, "No problem. I changed my name. My name was Mainland Havoc." That was my first rap, so I had to change and whatever. Shout out to Mob D. Yeah. Shout out to Havoc. Rest in peace, the prodigy. Word up. PP. Go on, my brother. Now, 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 that was a, you know, that was my first, like, that was, that really opened my eyes. Like, that, to me, I looked at that when I first started making beats, like, yeah, what are the chances of them moving right up the street for me? And then I was able to see, I saw a few, having had the records on the floor, he had the ill glass roof, and that, that, fuck, that, 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 that penetrated me, hard body, and to the point where whatever I saw, Ty Nitty and Rappanoid, they would always shout me out, yo, we don't come out of crib, I should be in the crib, but then it was nerve-wracking too, because it's, you get to see where you're not at. And you know, gotta get there. You gotta get there. And it's 99, 2000, so it's not like, you know, YouTube, there's no Twitter, there's right. no. So, yeah, but that, that, was, that was part of it, right there. That was part of it. And then it brought me and my brother closer. You know, when I was making beats, we would call each other every day. Yo, I figured this out. Yo, I figured that out. How okay. much older is your brother? Sorry. He's eight years older than me. Eight years older. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Know, it, 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 it really. And he was always my validation because he was there when it was, you know, the Bomb Squad and Ice Cube came out here. He was always putting me on to music. Mm. So I was always someone like, yo, if he likes it, then I... I know that is good. It's good. Your brother sound like my brother. Do you remember what Dalit... Who, besides your brother, because every producer always have... That MC that gave them a shot that you worked with that was like, yo, that's that's oh, I mean, I mean, off the rip, you know, and this is one of the individuals that when I was in like when I was 19, I was making the beats, they were going to uh Mount Vernon to, to record. It was the same individual, it's a dude by the name of Comatose, mm. you know, and Comatose was still one of this to this day is one of my favorite MCs, especially. His work ethic. And he was the one that, when I was making beats, after, like, first of all, he got, he had an MP first. Mm. I saw him on Mainstream Freeport coming out of Lucky's before they moved. And he was like, not Lucky's, uh, uh, um, yeah, Lucky's, right? When they were right there on Independence. Mm. I saw him say, like, yo, Ed, come holler me. I got the MP. My eyes lit up. I went over there. He showed me some stuff. He actually helped me make a beat. And recorded on it and shouted me out. And then I'm like, oh, that's the high. That, that's how you do it. That was it. He shouted me out like, and on the boards. I'm like, yo. Nobody never did that before. That's fire. So now, the only thing I have to, I'm listening to somebody shout me out. And he's spitting, and he's spitting, he's spitting some dope shit. Mm. It's dope. I know it was real minor. It was real small. You know what I'm saying? But... That was one thing that really, like, it was another, like, all right, now I got to figure out the next thing. And the next thing was getting my hands on the MP. Peace. 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 Pe
Peace, Lord. Yeah, so, but then, yeah, that was, that was definitely one thing. At least you know we real, incoming people and all. <laughs> peace is up. Peace, peace. Yeah, so that, you know, that, that, he was definitely, and, and, and as I progressed even more, he came on and started even recording over, over more beats, you know. Mm. So, uh, shout out to Comatose, man. So from there, after the person shouts you out, now what is going to give you the energy to actually? All right, so now I say about a year later, year and a half later, um, I run to my, you know, to my uh, my people's money home. Studio, because at first I'm in my room, 
on my computer, but at this time, I'm not, in my mind, I'm seeing a MP, a mixer, I'm seeing all that, and I know I think it could be done downstairs. Mm. So that goes into play, down there making beats for like two years, two or three years, just sampling everything. The same records I got here, sampling everything, I'm trying to figure stuff out. My brother brings in a Mr. Miyagi, an older dude. Names of Val, shout out to Val. Mm. He comes in. Val was from Freeport, but he was always in Queens and Laurelton, making beats and dealing with dudes. He comes in, introduced me to the Scuzzy Drive, how to save my game, a little different. And now he's showing me how to sample. So now every day I'm linking up with Val, bringing picking him up because he's bringing me purple haze. We smoking and he's making beats in front of me. I'm watching him. It's like it's just like right, I'm gonna chill, watch him, and when he's not here, I'm gonna go in and make beats. And I'm going to try to just get better. That going for about two or three years. It's like 05, 06. Mm. Then Durrell leaves. And I meet this girl. And her cousin, he's a little younger, but he's on his grind. And he engineers. So he comes by the studio. I meet him. We talk. He brings some dudes. They, 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 they listen to my beats. The first time people outside of Freeport or Long Island hear my beats and they like it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like this shit. What? Okay. So one dude, the dude, shout out to Easy. Easy's like, yo, I engineer, man. You know, um, can I start bringing some sessions here and we can start recording and we can split the money? So I'm like, whoa, what are you talking about? Because at the time when he came, he showed me how to take my beat from the NP and put it into Pro Tools so mm-hmm. I could put it on CD. Because mm-hmm. from then on, it's just you had to come out of the crib to hear beats. I didn't know right. I right, 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 right. So that was a big deal. Like, oh, now I can get my beats into Pro Tools and make a CD. Right. But he even upped me one, and he's so coming by later on. So and you could record. record. And he's charging this dude 25 hours an hour. We're about to split this money. Yeah. So now I'm like, oh, okay. Now wait, wait, you said what? So we could do that? You're like, wait a minute. Hold the fuck up. What do you mean? The whole game just changed completely. Because mm-hmm. now I'm thinking, damn, how, like, how long can I keep doing this beat stuff? And I'm not selling no beats. Right. You know, I've been making beats in my people's crib. I can't be out here forever just making beats and we just ain't smoking weed and nobody making no money. Yeah, because she's going to, because eventually like, somebody's going to complain and say, come on, what are you doing? Something got to get it. Right. You know, so... That was a big change. And then that's when the audio engineering thing clicked in. Clicked. Because I'm watching him, and then he's showing me, and then I'm like, oh, what? And at this time now, I'm working a full-time job. Mm. So you working a full-time job, and and when you come home... I'm making beats. Weekend, I'm making beats. That's all I'm doing. Mm. Freaking fire, son. Fire. Making beats. You're coming home, you're working a full-time job, you're making the beats. And then, mind you, in 2007, 2008, well, me and eight of my friends, we started a radio show at WGBP, an AM station. Mm-hmm. Um, I ran into one of my friends. After I stopped working at, in, the, in, in, in the belt at UCP, I got a job in the city. Mm-hmm. Trying to make more money and trying to figure out how to put into this business and figure out what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. So when I'm out there, my brother said something to me one day. He goes, "Yo, Ev, I don't know what it is, but you're gonna meet somebody on the train in the city, and he's gonna help you with everything. It's gonna change everything for you." So I'm like, "All right, I hear that'd be cool." So I'm coming back from the city one day. It's like 2000. It's 2008. I run into my friend. You know, then to me, he was just by the name of Michael Dyer. 
right? But he goes by the name of, he used to go by Mechagodzilla, now he goes by Adam 7. So I meet him, and he's like, yo, hey, what's up, man? What you up to? You still making beats? I'm like, yeah, man, just working on making beats. So I connect with him, and that's the individual he was talking about. Because when I link with him, he's But how did he know that you was going to see him? Preferably just him. He, yo, he just appeared, I don't know, and, and he, he just spoke him to exist. Yeah, and the crazy thing is, when I'm on the train, I'm coming from Manhattan. I didn't see him till the ball would stop. He was right, somehow he appeared right in front of the platform. I mean, like, when you're coming off the platform, mm -hmm. right by the door. So I'm saying the whole time, like, how did I not see him? So I see him, we start talking. Made a long story short, he goes, yo, hey, man, yeah, you need to holler at Bada Bing, Bada Boom, and try to get up with dude. I think dude's trying to start this radio show. They, they need an engineer. They need someone to do the show. So I meet up with them, and they're like, yo, we're trying to start a network for independent artists and people from Long Island. So I'm like, yo, this is cool. I need to start, I start mingling with them, you know, and start doing a radio show. You know, I'm actually editing, I'm editing the music for the show, and I'm actually doing the show where mm -hmm. telling them we're going to break, bringing people in, you know, so, and then that was another branch off of the music for me. So it's right. like, yo, I'm got the studio, but then now I, I'm engineering on a radio, a live radio You're show. You're messing with Skeleton. So, so now this is how all of it is coming together now. But it's, it's something we now we're, we're still scratching because in two thousand two thousand eight when I'm doing a radio show and the company I'm at in the city when they outsource, that's when everything changed because now my pop sits me down and says, "Listen, you just left UCP." to go make more money in the city, mm -hmm. right? You're doing the radio thing, you got a studio downstairs. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna play the, the resume game and go find a job, or are you gonna go push off and do music stuff? But this is when he starts to tell me about other stuff, because during this time, as I'm going through record sampling, what do I find? I find my dad's 45 record. Wow, when I say it's meant to be, well, you find your father's record. My father's a 45 record, the red shit on it, with Hollywood records, Coy B. Richardson. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I go upstairs like, yo, dad, what is this? He goes, oh, yeah, it's my music. So I don't know about how DP was in it until I really had the studio and I find his record. And then when he tells me to jump out the window, then that's what he's telling me. Yo, listen, I was writing for Hollywood records for this guy named Lee Tobin's. It was on a minor scale, but I was trying to get to that next level. But because I was on my own, had nothing like what you have, I didn't make it. But you have everything you need. Because wait, wait. So in other words, everything what he was what he was missing, you was doing. Exactly. And then they didn't even tell us. He goes, "Yo, I'm gonna tell you something else." He goes, "Listen, when I came out of the military and was from Vietnam, he said I got a chance to do a broadcasting school in Maryland." Cause he was living in DC with his sisters. He said, yo, I didn't go because I had no transportation. So he said, you, the radio thing you're doing, that's from me. The that's music. So, and now, so you got everything from him. Him and, exactly, and your brother. Exactly. And then the crazy thing is my dad was a truck driver. So he was, on the, when I was younger, I didn't see my dad for two or three weeks. He was on the road. So as I'm getting older and I'm finding out more about him, I'm finding myself, but we're coming close. Me and him and my brother. Coming, coming, man, yeah, we're together. coming closer. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, me and my brother always had that separation. I'm a little brother. Oh, get out of here. Leave me alone. As we get older, now as we're starting to come closer. So now, these things are fueling me. Then my cousin, shout out to my cousin Wise, he comes by the crib. He's seeing the studio. So my brother, he goes, yo, we need to start something for the family. We need to start something to leave for the family. He goes, yo, I got an idea for something, a name, but I don't know what to do with it. I said, well, what you talking about? He goes, yo, we need to take our last name and do something for the family because I want to do something like something called Rich Sons. I'm like, like that's what sounds up. He goes, yeah, that's, we're Richardson's and we're trying to get rich for our sons. Rich it's sons. So I'm like, yeah, I like that. So I'm like, you know what? I moved on it. And I moved on it to the point where I suppose because my mother is a tax, uh, she does uh, she's a, a tax account. So I went to her as far as I need to start a business. So in 2008, after the, I left my job at Outsource, mm-hmm. I signed up to Five Towns for audio engineering. Mm. And I started Ritzons. And I started the business at the house. And I was just doing sessions with Easy and myself. And I was just making money from recording people. And then I was going to school. And they actually gave me money to go to school. So all that you had to do was, let me put this to the side. Let me just make some money, put this to the side. If I get good grades, they're going to give me bread. And my mission was to go there and to um, finish there and and be able to get an intern job at a label. But after three semesters, now this is actually crazy. When I went there, I started doing my own radio show. Because one day I'm walking in the hallway and I see the station. And I'm like, oh, I got, I got this experience. So I went in there, spoke to the guy. And he goes, yeah, you know, if you're a student, you can, get, you can do your own show for an hour. I'm like, oh, what? So I spoke to two dudes that was doing the other show with because we stopped that one because it was 10 of us. Mm-hmm. And then it was just a little conflict. Mm-hmm. But on this show, now I got to talk. So I'm like, oh, man, what do So I just do it. So now I start doing my own radio show after school with two other dudes, and now I'm bringing dudes in, I'm pumping the studio at the crib, and while I'm on the air, on the third show I'm due, I get a call. So it was, yo, I need to holler at Ed, I hung up the phone. They Why? Because I was like, I'm on the air. They call oh, me. shit. Okay, 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 I got you, I got you. I got so you. I, to make a long story short, they called me back. It was my, it was someone related to my cousin Wise. He was recording in a studio in Manhattan. They needed an engineer. He mm. found out that I was going to Five Towns. So he wanted me to come to the studio to record him. So I said, no problem. Oh, he wanted to come to Five Towns? Wow. No, no, he wanted me to come to a studio in Manhattan to record him because mm. they need an engineer. Mm. But he said, yo, I don't want to got no money to pay you. I said, I don't give a fuck about that. So I said, give me the address. I'll be there tomorrow. Now that call changed everything because now this is how... I got a studio in Manhattan from 2008 to 2013. And who was on the fourth floor? DJ Premier. First night there. That's crazy, son. So how are you meeting all of these people that you... How are you taking all of this, bro? Because this is like... At the time... How are you... No. How am I Put yourself... Put yourself... In that time right now, if you can, and I, I wasn't, I was just moving. Like, so you didn't even get a chance to even enjoy that. No, I was moving, and this is the thing. The, 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 the reason why I was able to get to that is because 
because of these dudes in Queens, Easy, Bezo, Shep, you know, these dudes are real intricate into me expanding myself. Like, especially Chef. Chef was from Hollis, Queens. He was a master engineer. He taught... Is his last name... Is, what, they call him Chef Doug? They call him Chef Beasy. Oh, okay. I got you. Um, so now, when no one knows three individuals, they were coming They were coming to the, 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 uh, the crib to do sessions, and I was building with them in a sense with music, because they were beat makers and engineers besides Easy. They took your language. Yeah, they taught me. And I was able, they were doing it way before me, so I was able to pick up. I actually told them one day, yo, if we ever stop speaking, I'll make sure I learn something from each one of y'all. Mm. And that's a fact. And I'm telling y'all, this is what I'm doing. That's a fact. And there's nothing to say that, and that's just because... I knew I had something special around me. I had three individuals. It was like a sponge. Uh-huh. Big sponge. So, from the house, right, I go to Queens. Uh-huh. Right? I go there, and when I go there and bring them beats, there's this dude who owns a spot. He's letting them run it, right? I mean, he's letting them do their thing. I go in there, and I'm giving them free beats. So, he's like, yo, one of the dudes in there is trying to get money for beats. He's like, wait, we got this dude right here coming out here giving us free beats and you are man and you trying to charge us that messed they head up mm-hmm. so from there on the doors always open then when I went in there I went in with my account in mind and I helped them run their studio like I was running at the crib mm-hmm. then as people sign in they gotta sign off who the engineer is you gotta write receipts so now the dudes looking at me like yo hey, I gotta come talk to It started to give me more, there's more clout with people, and the longer I, 
Give you a little bit more leverage. Exactly. A little bit more leverage in the game and whatnot. And as they come into the studio, yo, I got these. Uh, uh, and even then, I wasn't really, I really, really, really wasn't even pushing what I was doing because I had three engineers. Like, my whole thing was to build a conglomerate. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, like, what from four or five producers to three or four engineers. So half the time, I would go to the studio and I wasn't even working. Somebody was doing a session. I'm doing some, I'm doing books. I'm booking sessions for the next day. Mm. You know, and then now dudes are really, they, 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 they're really getting down because they seen, yo, Evan's putting money in my pocket. Evan's giving me an opportunity. Right. And I tell these dudes, yo, I'll take care of the bill all day. Just bring your money job, in and yo. just do your job and we can, we can all be, we, we good. Mm. But still, the production is still growing. Like, that's one of the last things that's really been the hardest to get. But once I left the city after, like, 2012, you know, it started to help out. And once I got this spot that we in now. But before that, also, I can't forget, shout out to, uh, you know, Disco Twin. You know, a big mentor, big mentor from Queens. Him and his brother Robert are legendary uh, in the hip-hop game. You know, I met... With him, Bismarck, Lost Professor, DJ Scratch. This individual, when I left the city, I was renting his studio. He had a studio in East Elmhurst, Queens. Mm. You know, um, and I met um, Michael Jackson's niece. I had a studio. I met, um, uh, who else? He was working with Cardi B before Cardi B blew up. Like, I met uh, Akinelli. Like, so many people I met. He taught me so much during my time of renting the studio from him. So at times people think like, yo, the beats was the beats were not getting me progression. The progression was the work. The work, work ethics. Yeah, and just dealing with the studio and being at a position where I could get into a lab and help you get done what you need to get done. Mm. Because I've been in a situation where I wasn't that guy. I was just with the guy that do it, that that does it. So now you learn how to do Exactly. Even when I got to the city, the guy I was renting from, he had four other studios on one floor. So after four or five years, I'm peeping game like, oh, wait, he don't got to do a session. He's collecting seven Gs a month. Now, mind, he's probably paying five for this floor, but he's collecting seven Gs without doing nothing. You know? mm. And uh, like I said, you know, just a little detail when I got there, I had two opportunities with Atlantic. I got one opportunity with Atlantic Records, another opportunity with Lady Gaga's vocal coach for a recording budget. Atlantic Records was going to pay the guys running the studio for $40,000 for two to three months of recording. And it was Monday through Thursday, like 11 to 4. No mixing, just recording. That's it. That's it. So that's. That's it. So now when he told me this, I'm like, wait, people pay that much money for, for a button? For a button? That one, that one, that, that one was like, both of the budgets didn't go down because after a while, me and that individual started button heads because he was trying to be a master over me as opposed to work with me. So we started to butt heads. And when I left, he actually called me and told me, yo, you're such a good person. So many times I was trying to call you and antagonize you to make you argue with me so I could terminate your lease. Wow. Yes. Now, mind you, bro, the same, the same person, the first night I'm up there, 
That first week, the door comes off the handle, right? It's a big door. So I was, I was there. My time was 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. After the session, when the door's messed up, I never met the owner. I just dealing with my cousin's manager at the time before mm-hmm. I took over the space. Mm-hmm. I drive home, sleep for like three hours, get a toolkit, drive back to the city. Mm-hmm. And when Yo! I, yes, when I get back there, the dude is there with his pops fixing the door. So when I get there, that's how I met him. So he's like, yo, you came all the way over here to fix the door? And I'm trying to tell him, yo, like I said, yo, when we left, I said, yo, you didn't, you didn't understand my drive. Like I told you, I came from a basement studio. I'm in a spot now where Shaq was here last night. Shaq. You know what I'm saying? I met Hell Rail in MOP the first night I was here. Wow. So I'm like, and I'm just telling him, yo, I'm not going backwards. She said, I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> he said, wait a minute. I bet that person, that person in the... Yeah, I'm not going backwards. And now, as I'm making these steps, the people who watch me go to the basement, especially like my parents and my mother, and I mean, my brother, to see me say, yo, I got a spot in the city. Now they're, they're, they're in their mind saying, wait, damn, maybe I was on something. Right. They, they're not, they weren't doubting me before, but for them to see... The changes. They was like, let me see what's going on. And and at the time, those things were brainwashing me. Like, yo, this shit, really, this shit, maybe. And at the time, I really wasn't doing much. You know, I was just attacking the opportunity there. Like, now I kick myself in the ass because one of the dudes there, uh, shout out to Saga, he was a, a master engineer. He had his own spot. He was doing Nicki Minaj. He was doing... Uh, 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 Jim Jones, he was doing a lot of dips and shit. The second day I was up there, I'll never forget, I walked inside the spot. He opened the door and said, what's up? Then he said, like, yo, man, why don't you come holler at me? But he said to me, like, and I didn't know who was who there. So when I walked back, like, yo, I did. I said, what's up to you? What you talking about? He goes, no, man. He wanted to build with you. Yeah, he said, yo, come check me, man. Come see me. I'm like, I, I will. But I was so busy trying to keep the doors open and keep the rent paid, I couldn't. Just in. move. You couldn't yeah. move the way yeah. you... You couldn't just go, though. Let me go in here, yeah. over here. I couldn't. And even... Even, uh, uh... Pamir. Pamir was on the fourth floor. I would have to pass his floor to go to mine. Mmm. So you was like, I'm not leaving here. I, I can't. Yeah, but not one time did I, I... I mean, you couldn't go in there because... Once you once once the elevator door opens, somebody has to buzz you in. On my floor, you can get off the elevator. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Pamir's on that yeah, floor. Yeah, yeah. You not get in here unless you get buzzed right from the elevator. So you couldn't even go in, but the times I ran to him, it's just like the opportunity was there, but also what really, it really showed me that out there wasn't everything because this spot here, I've gotten way more out of this spot in three to four years than I got from oh, yeah. Yeah. city. You know, but, but to do it. And to be around that? Yeah, it helped me. Even, I, I mean, I had a... A, a beat section uh, with Jay Cole's engineer. Shout out to Mez. Mm. When he was, I think he was about to drop Cold World. Mm. You know, just to say I had the opportunity to do that. That's crazy. You know, and he was he was late like a couple beats that you know my homie Sage made, and that was dope. And still to this day, you know, I I can get to him. Yo, Mez, check out this mix. Mm. Like this dude makes a platinum artist. So I try to tell this yo, what do you want out the game? Do you want money or do you want to be able to 
say, yo, I know these individuals. I sat down with these individuals before. These individuals that you respect, or do you want to say, oh, that's no. No, that's a legacy. That's legacy, you know. Even with Twin, you know. Disco Twin, I can, I can, I can call him right now and say, yo, Twin, I need you to call somebody at Def Jam for me. All right, what's the problem, man? All right, I'll take care of it for you. Mm. You know, and that's, that's, ten, that's 10 years of a relationship with this, with this I man. Built it, hell yeah. You know, and at the end of the day, as I'm going with it, that's what I've been learning. It's not like, oh, I want to get in here and be the best. Like, don't get me wrong, I want to sell beats to everybody. But to be able to say, yo, I met Torrader Designer. I know Torrader Designer, mm. who styles Raekwon and French Montana. Mm. I have something so I can go and get designed by him if I want. You know, it, it, it's, it's not always... Yeah, it's not always, cool, a, you know? Dude, so, so the game, it, it, it has, it, it's helped me, but, you know, it's so many... I, I done stretched myself so big so at Yeah, yeah, just because I had to be in the mix of stuff. Like, the reason why I even met Torres is because I had a camera, and I went there with my camera with my homeboy, John John Janito from Philly, mm. who knows him. And I met John John Janito in Manhattan doing a session. Mm. And then from John John, I met Torres. You know, and now from, from me and Torrey, now I got invited to his fashion show two years ago. I'm backstage, I'm chilling with Jack Phil, I'm, I'm right by Safari, Ray Quan's right there, AZ's right here. And that wasn't for beats, that wasn't from, yo, you're a dope engineer. No, it's just me being at the uh, good place and, and building a relationship with somebody and then them saying, you know what, yo, let me introduce you to this guy real quick. But the thing is, if I introduce you to him and you got nothing going on, then that's on you. But if I introduce wow, you to him and you got something going on, then now you know it makes of, sense. Yeah. So it's been a it's it's been a long journey, man. And 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 it's still like we're in 2020 now. And the things I mentioned to you, besides meeting Torrey in 2017, you know, a lot of that stuff is, you know, still 2010, 2011. You know, and even when I met when I met Twin. I met him, I started shooting a lot of videos for him because he had, he had a group, you know, and he was pushing it. I'm doing videos for him 10, 12 hours. He's introducing me to uh, dudes who uh, work at Atlantic on the low and dudes are telling me, yo, I see you working with 20, you know, I work at such and such. I actually met, um, oh, man, I got to remember his name. Damn. He's the owner of uh, a label, and this label had Chug Rock on it, had, um, that's bad. And the reason why I'm bringing it up is that was the first check I got from a label. Like, I did some work for wow. him for a video, and he actually mailed me a check, and it was from a record label. And I, I was just looking like, like, those are the things that's like, yo, you're going in the right direction. It's worth it. You're going in the right direction. It may be not beats right now, you know, and that's the end of the day. I'm just so glad that I decided to make. A, a production company and just didn't make it about me. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to, I wanted to make a, a company where I could spotlight him as an engineer, him as a producer, this person as an artist, and I don't have to get my shine with the work. No, no, but everything comes together at the end. You feel what I'm saying? Because there's no loopholes. I put my man here, I put my man here, I put my man here. I call that the Stargate. So, and that's why, so it's just. But at times, I've been, from 2013, I've been trying to push and get out of just trying to be a beat maker and becoming a producer 
listening to music, that's when I had met, you know, TR3. You know, he was a big instrument in me pushing uh, a music production, I mean, a music uh, sector at a resonance. Mm. You know, because he was making music that, you know, was my tone, making music that I could play for my mother or my grandmother or some somebody older. Gotcha. You know, because most of the time dudes was making, you know, especially dudes out here online, I was just trying to make music that was getting people jumping around and all that other stuff. But you can't listen. But an adult will not, will be like, nah, turn that off. That's what I grew to, too. Also, too. Because somebody was just like, yo, your music is mad dark. And I couldn't understand it. Like, what you mean by dark? He was like, yo, um, your tone and, and, the, and the stuff that you're talking about and whatever. So I had to, so I, so I definitely did it. I definitely dig it. I definitely dig it. Yeah. It, 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 was, it was definitely, I, I met so many people, you know, like going to Queens was a big deal for me. It helped out a lot. I met a lot of people, you know, shout out to, you know, another good friend, Christian Jimenez. He was an individual that showed me the power of meetings. Like he was great. Like all, a lot of dudes I was meeting in the studio that I was cool with, they were meeting at this guy's house and he was planning stuff that needs to be done. What do you got coming up? Oh, we're, all right, let me write this down. All right, you need some graphics. Right, yo, yo, you're going to do the graphics. We need that graphic. Wait, so he, he actually had, it was yes. like a clubhouse where he yes. was linking everybody in his, up. In his house, he had everybody coming and he was having meetings every Monday. And when I seen this, I'm like, yo, these dudes out here. And we're talking with 20, I'm 25, 26. Some of these dudes are 19, 20, 21. And then, and, but the Christian's older, but he's forming them together. Christian don't make no beats. He does graphics, that's it. But he's meeting dudes. He got the big chalkboard, the big whiteboard in his living room. He's writing down stuff, making deadlines. And every Monday, they're coming back and, all right. They're killing the deadlines. Yeah, and they, yeah. Wow. So, so like, oh, this, is how, this is how stuff gets done. He's putting responsibility on people and, 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 and and seeing it go through. Yeah, people are up to the task and, you know. And then from there, once that started to fade out, where the studio went and I got the studio, then I brought everybody from there to Manhattan. Wow. But now I was, I, I was already, not like I was in control. I was already doing the books. I was operating who was coming in and out. Now I can control to the sense of we're not dealing with that area. Now we're in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. And so now dudes are coming in. Now dudes are super geeked. I'm talking about the studio was four blocks from, from the garden, six blocks from Times Square on 8th Avenue. Wow. You know, it was on the ninth four floor. Four blocks from the garden, six blocks. You, you close to um, freaking Star Pops, Star Uncle Crib. Wow. And just to, you know, so it was experience. I, I was not making that money beats out there because... The setup was already set up. I was doing it, but not like at home or like at my spot here where I could, I'm, I'm cranking, you know. And even dudes like Sage would come out there and dudes would come out here to the spot and it wasn't the same. Like that's what I started to realize, like, yo, this is not going to be good. Like it's cool now, but three years further in the line, it started to go like, yo, this something got to be different. So I can't, first of all, I can't keep giving my money to this dude and I don't got control like I want to have control. And we're not in here making beats. All we're doing is recording. Not making no beats. Only thing we really did was we had the live drums. So I would sample stuff at the crib, bring it on Pro Tools, and my boy Diesel, who was an engineer, he was nice with the, the drums. So he'll play over stuff, you know. And 
the information I have now, I didn't have then. Mm. So, right. and that place was dope. We had an office, bathroom, you know. But and this is the crazy thing. That spot led me to this because that gave me the uh, the information to do hold this. this. Right. Yes. 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 So it, it it was it was. Dope. I mean, I I miss it. You know, I love it because when, when I went out there, I was out there. Like here. I'm here, and I can be like, oh, yo, I gotta be right back here to go to the crib. Because we couldn't back the street. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But when I was there, took my lunch bag, I was there, I mean, raised some piles on the corner. So but I'm the like, super vibe is over there. Yeah, you got yeah, the yeah. Lyrics Lounge over there. Yeah, yeah, it was right there. You, you know? got the Valley Cafe at that particular time. It's yeah. popping. And just to be there and make music for a couple hours, just say, yo, let's go walk on Times Square on, a, on August 9th. No, it's a vibe. It's yeah. a vibe. You know what I'm saying? You go vibe. there, and you be like, ah, right, yo, let's go to the lab, make some music, or go to a club. Right. Just chill out and hear somebody's go music. Go speed and wild out. Exactly. Like, yo, let's have the cameras go back to the lab. Mm. Especially when you out. When we, I wasn't seeing nobody. Go to the spot, do some girls. Yo, what y'all doing? Yo, come to 37. Yeah. And have it live over there. Exactly. Now you got the vibe pumping and whatever. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, son. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, was, it's a good, it was good. I mean, I'm so happy that I went forth and did it. Only thing I kind of regret is when I, when I was there, I should have utilized that space a little more for myself. You know, like, I had to learn, I, I got to stop giving so many people opportunities and take the shit myself. Right. You know, like, I'm taking it, but I'm, like, I'm bringing people with me and I'm giving them power that was granted to me. Mm. And I'm not taking the power and m- making the next steps. I'm getting to this and I'm getting, letting people get the power and they're looking at it like, oh, what's, what's this? Like, bro, I just gave you Like, they don't even know what it is. Yeah, like, I just gave you power. When I could have really utilized that and really took my, myself to another level, you know, because the reason why I wasn't going to see Saga is Saga because I'm in here managing a studio session. Gotcha. You know, the reason why I'm not, you know, um, like even I could have been up there during the daytime and just been sitting there with the owner, you know. I didn't have to come at 8 p.m. I, that was just my time. I could have been there from 12 o'clock at noon just in the lounge watching TV, just watching who walks through. Mm. Oh, what's up, Tim Jones? What's good, bro? Oh, yeah, yeah y'all make beats. Yeah, y'all, y'all be right here. Mm. Could have been one of them dudes. You know? But, but I, I think you like more, you love more of the hustle and the bustle. Yeah, but the, I like what, I like more of the sense where, like, when people come here and they see, yo, who owns this? Oh, you own this shit? It's bigger than just, oh, yo, you make beats. Oh, word. Because they see, like, damn, if you, like, what, what, what else are you doing? If you're doing this shit, what else are you doing? And that's how, and that's what I did that I have. I didn't have the full picture of you yet because I wasn't introduced to you all the way. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now, I'm looking at Rich Son's joint mm-hmm. on there, and I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. This is his whole shit. And you gotta pause for a second. Oh, it's not a hood mentality kind of thing. Sorry. No, it's you were. He comes from a well-educated family. Mama Dukes is not slacking there. His yeah, father, yeah, he got hidden yeah, jewels all over the place. You know right, what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Me, you know? So, so it's I didn't strong-headed get strong-headed family. Not all black people. Yeah. But yeah. let's not go there. Yeah, it's not stereotypical. Brains, and you hear this young brother speak. Facts. Nothing but jewels and improvement. There are no setbacks. You keep going further. And you achieve what you want to achieve. You gotta put it out there. We have then first you say you put it in the universe. Your brother said you want to meet somebody word? on the train. But what's that word that what I What did you do? Yeah, um, anarchy. If put you speak into existence, you're gonna get it. Yeah, so get it. Yeah. Um, 
like I said, I wasn't introduced. I was introduced to you. I didn't get the whole spectrum. Just like everybody in here, I didn't get the whole spectrum. I just had to come in peace. That's how I had to do it. You know what I'm saying? So one time, Jamal Milton, first person that I know that came in here and whatnot. So I would sit in sit in his session, and and I would sit and I would hear him and I would see him constructing. And I knew him for a minute. I knew him, but my partner knew knew him, knew him, and he kept telling me, kept telling me. I was like, yo, 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 right? That's how I remember being in here, right? I was gone for a minute. Like, I didn't even know if I wanted to rap anymore. But it made me feel some type funny when your people keep telling you, like, yo, when you going to keep doing that? When you go? Now it becomes a burden, like, could I still? No, not, not, not. I need to do it. But still, could I do it at that velocity? You know what I'm saying? Like, you convincing yourself, like, this is a, this is a young man's sport. No, it's not. <laughs> it's just a sport. Now, you going, you going, you want to drop, you can drop 25 and you're good. But your team got to be good if you drop 25. You ain't dropping 40. Perfect your fucking jump shot. Hit that sweet spot. So that's what it was. So like I said, and here, I didn't really even know. You know what I'm saying? Because the person didn't even give me the, the background about you. That's why this is very, very important. And I don't, I don't blame anybody because of that. But I would wanted that background. You know what I'm saying? I would wanted that information so I could be like, Yo, listen, bro. Blah blah blah. This, that, and the third. This, blah, 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 blah. What do you think about that? Because I didn't have nobody to go um, even talk about music with besides my partner. But music is universal. You got to talk to everybody on the spectrum. That's what they were, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So as as me doing the project that I did, and you coming in, and he's saying, yo, Ev, listen to this. That's how I got to know you. You was like, nah, that's hot. And I was like, you said that's hot? He said it's hot. What? He said that I know it's hot, but it's different from somebody actually doing it, doing it. You know what I'm saying? Music turns me into a little kid. That's why I love it so much. Mm -hmm. So with you saying, yo, that's hot. It only takes it's like, yo, what? Two or three seconds. It don't take. You know what I'm saying? It, it, you know what I'm saying? It, it, and that's the thing, too. Like, that's one of my biggest things. And that's why I kind of don't. I try not to. Talk about stuff like even I mean I sat down with um a gentleman by the name of Andy. Andy is Just Blazes engineer. Wow. You know I met him at Stadium Red when I was doing video work for uh, basketball player CJ Miles at Stadium Red Hall. Wow. No, yeah, he got a studio over there. No, no, there was there was a stadium, there was a spot called uh, Stadium Red that was there. On one hundred twenty six. One, two, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw him one time when he went over there. I told you I used to work on 126. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? On the east side. Gotcha. So Jim Jones used to come over there all the time, too. Yes, that studio, that studio was popping. Pop. So when I'm now I'm doing video, and it took me, I'm going for a couple weeks, so it took me about a week or two, and I'm like, you know what? 
I'm not talking about yo, Eddie, man. What's up, like yo? You, you do good, do jump, 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 man. Was, with Denzel, but, yo, you mind if I like sit next to you and just take up some stuff? I mean, no people would do that, but I waited for a little while. But when I started doing it, I started observing what he does and just kicking it with him. I'm just like those experiences show me, like, yo, it's ever not always what you think it is. Right, and you're doing the same thing. Yes, it's just that the people that's around him. Yes. And I'm sitting here in Just Blaze Studio. I'm sitting here picking up his toys that he posts on his Instagram. And I'm just like, and I'm not here making beats. I'm not here with no artists. I'm here with my camera. Mm. That's when I started to realize the power of the camera. Because visual is everything. It's everything. So, yeah, man, it's just, you know, and don't get me wrong, you know, things have come 360 to the point where in the city, studio where I was at, I met a gentleman by the name of Yoshi. Yoshi was renting a studio on the same floor from the same gentleman I was. Six months, Yoshi leaves. Fast forward 15 years later, one of my peoples runs into Yoshi at a smoke shop in Harlem. Yoshi is A&R at Atlantic Records. So my boy says, yo, um, I want to introduce you to somebody. I'm like, he's like, oh, yeah, cool, no problem. Next time I come back. So my boy's coming, yo, I haven't met this dude named Yoshi. And right, I'm like, Yoshi, you got a man Put Yoshi on the phone. Yoshi, what's up, man? Yoshi, I want to see your Yoshi. It's Ev, man. Evan who? It's like Evan from 320, man. What's that? That crazy. It's all Evan, oh, my God. Yo. So I'm like, yo, what look like? Look, what are the chances? chances? It ain't, it ain't. It ain't. This is not a million to a million to one. Now he's telling me, yo, have come by the office. Please. Yeah, so now, for the last year and a half, at the drop of a text and a ride, I'm walking through all this records. I'm being the market. I met the radio guy, George. Shout out to George. Mm. Supposed to go golf for one of when things open back up. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are the things. And now, mind you, now, I'm a, now the golfing thing, right? My fiance's pops says to me two years ago, Hey, you need to come with me to this golfing event. Okay? You need to come to this golfing event and meet this older black man with all this money. They want him, they try to meet. <laughs> Yo! They try to put him on. He's like, I'm saying, Y'all don't got no golfers in the world. You can just use mine. Just, you need to be there. From with the nine iron. That's it. Yeah, she needs to be there. So I said, All right, cool. He sends me the information. Like a week before, she was $400. I'm like, oh. Wait, $400 for what? To get in? Yes. So I'm like, oh shit. So I'm like, damn, I can't dump. I'm like, I had like $500 for, for, for a week. Paid for it. I'm like, I haven't paid for it. So now, the reason, so now, I brought that up because I went and started going. Now, I met a whole bunch of dope individuals there that I still connect with now. But because of that, I'm sitting in Lenny Gregor's in George's office, and instead of talking about his plaques from his radio stuff, I see the golf clubs. So now, George gets down. So every time I go to Lake Records, I go, yo, George, come through. We go back, me and Yoshi, and mind. starts talking, and he starts talking. So I saw the golf clubs, I said, yo, George, man, next time we come, we're going to go out to lunch uh, on me, and we're going to go to the golf range. I want to see how far we're going to hit the ball apart. They go, yeah, I would love to, let's go. So now you learn how to play golf. But the thing is, because I was going two years, I'm already ready to go. Wow. So now, and my mom's saying, thank God I listened to Reg and paid that $400 and went. But, listen, 
brothers willing to pay that four hundred dollars. I'm just putting, I'm just putting it out now, there. Like, I'm not, just putting it out now, there. Now, you both because I'm showing you how this comes right back around. Now, now mind the event we went to was for the Harlem YMCA. Wow. Okay. It was a golf event for the Hall of Wives. Everybody's there. Yes. So Everybody's that, there, yo. So now the, the one of the directors of the Hall of YMCA is my girl's uncle. Yes. So now I go. Do you know that? before you even go? Do you know that? No, I don't know that. All I know is that my father little Reggie goes, Yo, Evan, um, you know, Roger's throwing a golfing event. I'm like, alright, cool. Cause now you know, a couple of uncles, they sitting on, they doing like two or three million dollars a year. They do their own practices. That's how when I first met them, I was nervous, but they told me, yo, you're smarter than us. You knew to start your own business before we did. Mm. So when they hit me with the barbecue and the rum, like, yo, cheers to on your own shit, not to cheers to how much money you make, Ev. Different. There was a big difference. So now I'm like, oh, right, these dudes. So they fit you in. It was like, yeah, you, you in. You in. If you run your own business and you you're able to pay your bills and you're happy with your life, then you're winning. Because eventually, you're going to be where we are. Because we're in our 50s, in our 60s, and you're... I met Brazil when I was 33. I'm 41 now. So when I met them at 33, they were telling me, oh, you're in your 30s and you got your own business? Yeah, I got my, I'm about to get away. It's like really unheard of. And you did it yourself. So they, they really... So as they pulled me in, that, 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 that knocked everything down. So as I went to the golf event, you know, I'm meeting individuals. Come to find out later on, couple, probably uh, New Year's Eve, uh, um, the guy who is the director, he tells me, he goes, yo, um, if I'm going to send you an invitation, every year for that Hall of YMCA, the money that we pay for the golf event in March, they do a silent auction and the money from the golfing event and the silent auction, they give to 20 kids in Harlem and send them to school. Mm. So they throw an event at the Marriott. She does $2,000 a plate. He sent me and my... He brought the whole... The whole table was there. Me, uh, Shorty's pops, his wife, uncle. He said, hey, you know why? You got that ticket? I said, why? I said, could you pay that money to come to that event? Mm. So now at this event, I met... I'm meeting CNN... News brokers, I'm meeting, uh, 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 I'm the people I'm meeting. That's are, different. That's different money, son. So it's through the roof. So I'm saying to myself, yo, I'm so happy. First of all, I want to spend the money because I didn't want to look like to her father. Like you said yes, now you're not going for four hundred dollars. Word. Like I understand it's money, but you said yeah. Like I'll pay for you if you want. Like I didn't want to go to that. So I'm like, I, but I'm so happy. I did that shit. And then for even crazy. The guy who is a director, his name is Roger, he's a business manager for a violinist named Damien Escobar. Damien Escobar played for Obama, played on Oprah. Ooh. So now he's telling me, Yo, Ab, I know you make beats. If you ever need Damien for anything, I got you. I need a sample played over for a beat. What did Roger do? Sent Damien over in a car, paid Damien for me, and, but Damien didn't come because he was on the road just to come and play strings over and so I could take a sample out. Mm. So now, all that, so now, if I would have got him here and took a picture with him and had this man here, people would have thought, how'd you get it? I know how I got him here? I'm playing the game. Mm. And then, 
when I finally got to meet Damien Escobar, he linked me up with this black lady who's an attorney for the industry. Because he says to, you know, it's just the, 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 the spin is just crazy, man. But that's where all the stuff's been coming from. And I'm going to keep it even, you know, more saying, the more I kind of dive into man, woman, and child with my lady, the more I got what I really came to this for. I'm going to keep it 100. For real. And it's crazy that I met her at 33. And she was 33. You know what I'm saying? The, the moment I said, you know what? I'm going to make this next step. That's when everything else started to fall in place. Even when I had, like, I had to do something. Like, How are you surviving, bro? I'm like, yo, I'm, I, bro, I got a food. I got a car. I got the spot. Like, if I get in the jam, I'm sure he got me. Another, another, another uh, uh, quick story. The time when I was going to Stadium Red to record CJ Miles, right? Mm-hmm. They were, the, the dude who brought me was producing for CJ Miles. So at the time, CJ was in town. They were playing the Nets. So now my wife-to-be, Regine, she was working for the Nets as an event coordinator. Uh-oh. So when they were talking about, yo, 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 go to the game tomorrow, da-da-da, I'm like, damn, they about to go to the game. They're going to be chilling. That shit sounds fun. I didn't, I didn't say nothing. So I text, like, yo, Regine, could you give me tickets for tomorrow's game? So she got me tickets, right? But I didn't say nothing to them. So in my mind, I said, yo, if I see these dudes, it's going to be, you're going to be silly. Bro, as I'm walking past them to go three rows before the bench, they see me like, Ev, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Too, so it don't seem like I'm just taking his mother away. So the more I did, 
the more I did that, then the more things just started to just open up, like the floodgates. And it opened up the floodgates to the point to, I'm quite right back to doing the interview, all right? I'll be listening. It got so crazy that, um, besides my wisdom's relatives and what they got to offer in the room out of me, one of her cousins is the chief editor for Billboard for Hip Hop. Yes, yes, yes. I met him, sat with him, spoke to him, and this is what I love about Caribbean women. When they want something, you're going to get it done. So, no, 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 you gotta get it done. So at times, I was, like, we'd be out, and I sit, we'd, we'd be a little function, and i sit down, and, uh, you know, the girls, I'm like, hey, man, they call? Did you, did you hook up a call yet? No, not yet. He go, no, 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 no. Louis's out here. Call. Come here. Come here. I'm like, no, no, don't. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Like, he has to, he has people to answer to. Now, dude, like, this dude is interviewed, interviewed everybody. Mm. But for me to be able to talk to this man about what I'm doing, and my studio and TR3 and to be able to text him. Right, that's big. So it's just like it's just another sign of yo, just keep keep going. I don't care how hard it gets. Keep, keep going. going. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Cause it, if it's a wall, guess what? It's meant to be broken down. It's either gonna separate you or it's gonna be meant to be broken down. So it, it's you know what I mean? So it's just those those things, man, and it's just you know I just try to. At the end of the day, my whole my whole aspect on things was to to build something similar to what Master P did with No Limit, J and M did with Rockefeller, D and M did with Rough Riders, uh, Urban M did with with with, with, with uh, Murder Inc. and try to show them that individuals like myself we were paying attention. Right. You know what I'm saying? They didn't like go. That. They, didn't like go that. they didn't go to shame. Like before, they 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 did the music. Then shot the good little movie, uh, 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 music that looked like a, a movie. Then they did movies. The situation I was able to, to create is we can all do all, all of that at one time. At one time, you know, completely at one time. And that's why you are super so important, my brother. Because in my quest back, my quest back to. My love of this music thing and whatever before I was gonna divorce her and not do it at all, period. That's what made me this is what brought everything back. This is when the love came in because you showed me everything. You showed me the show. You just didn't show me the mic like here. You showed me the show. Like, yo, what are you doing? I me I didn't really understand until I had to sit here and had to just see and talk. That's why this is very, very important. Yeah, no, I appreciate you know what I'm saying? I appreciate yeah, yeah. A lot of things just came from, you know, just, like, at the end of the day, everything boils down to the slogan for Red Sons, which is consistency marks quality. Mm-hmm. You know, I always felt if I just stay consistent with what I'm doing, and, like, say, Seth, on my Bezo, these dudes I met in 2005, 2005, 2004 in Queens. Like we're in, two, we're in 2020. You know, we like, I've ne- never had a fallout with any of these dudes. Right. You know, Seth has produced for uh, you know Mayhem Warren. Uh, uh, Ebro has shot his name out on the show before. Like dudes, 
are out here doing things that are very productive and and they're dope people yeah they're dope people bro so as of just me sitting down and talking to them real real dope and inviting you know what i'm saying like definitely an inviting you know what i'm saying and i definitely want to work with brothers however we do it and whatnot yeah, we're gonna do some work, man. You know, do some work. I'm actually now about to we're working with this uh, young kid named Jeremiah. He's 21. Um, he's about to put an EP out, and then also, I mean, an artist that I showed y'all that we had before, uh, John T.R.P. Pritchard. Mm-hmm. He's dope. Trying to, you know, I'm just waiting for this industry to open back up because, you know, I'm trying to really put together a nice little radio run with. With free genius, you know, mm-hmm. shout out to free genius. Got, free, definitely. You know, yeah, bro. Shout out to free genius, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to get these. But yeah, it's just, just the grind, man. We all on the same boat, man. We all, if not, we're in the same ocean, the same yes, battle. But it's just trying to collectively help people and right. produce. Like, you don't have to make a beat to produce. If you can help somebody put their stuff together, you can. You're producing. You know, like you do. Like, don't and don't produce to say, oh yeah, I'm producing. Generally want to help somebody. Yeah, 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 for sure. And that's why if you need, you already know. Whatever you need, bro. Whatever you, that's why me, I feel like I'm in here. I feel like I'm in lab. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like a, a lab. Yeah. I haven't felt like that in a mad, very, very long time. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like that feeling in the lab. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that I was able to, you know, like at one point this spot was going to be informing them. But they, mm. you know, they, they, we had a spot for six months. They pulled the plug on us. I'm so glad because it just feels better to be close to in home, and I can help people out. And mm-hmm. it's more of a family feel. It's more of this is everybody as opposed to oh yeah, I'm just going to the studio to record. Nah, it's home. I go, I can go there and chill if I'm, you know. Build, yeah, get some knowledge. Yeah, maybe it's something I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why I said I feel like it's it's school. I feel like it's definitely school and and it's food. Yeah, so every yeah. time I leave here, I'm leaving with something different. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't eat the cabbage today. Let me go. I got my cabbage. Mm-hmm. You know. So definitely, yo, we're about to wrap, rickety wrap this up. You know, this is my brother. Definitely look out for him. He. Always putting that work in all the time. One of the one of the hardest working. Sheesh, 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 sheesh. I hope y'all enjoy this. I hope that um y'all took took the jewels out. Um, it's definitely a journey. You're just not gonna jump in it. Um, try to learn. Try to um try to scope the art, bro. Try to scope that art, you know what I mean? And try to be in it for the long run, not the short stay. If it was a woman, she would never love you for the short stay. You know what I mean? She would never love you for the short stay, you heard? <laughs> That's a wrap. It's your girl, DJ Jayla Experience, with Reflex Odyssey. And our honorary guest of the day. Guest of the day. You're the producer. Shout out to y'all. Appreciate this, man. Much love. All right. Peace, kings and queens. Peace. Peace.
Kansas City, put over my body, weed in my phone, sushi. Smoking a whole spray, still got the baby piece. I just fell out of the town to feel like the mate. My soul was running to insult me and say, In case I got a bad fight, in case I got a force to issue, my force will lift you. Never drop a Superman order the crystal that's cooked in there. Yo, I hate what the media like. I never open up doors. You're playing the key to my life. Never to the guy who stuck the geeks in the vice. The criminals got the best advice. Oh, yeah. The left for the Tesla. Words for Wu Tang. You pay for the pool time. Yo, I shut the plate with the left disappear with my ghost face with the purple tape. Freak you a genius. Words to my 36. I know I fit. I'm from Gotham. Hold your jokers, you know I'm sick. I'm sitting my history and how the earth twists. Never was a hangman, rubbing elbows and two people, Dr. Strange, whispering into the rain, man. Battling just to get my point across, even incarcerated Scarfaces gotta feel my verbal intercourse. I don't care how they send you off, you dancing around issues like Barishnikov. I'm drawing the plans to take the tension off, always in the attic, they want me to turn the kitchen on. Monkey off my back, anxiety, I'm trying to get this itching off. Yo, the left for the Tesla. Oh. Yo. Peace, kings and queens. It's your girl, DJ Jayla Experience. If you want to hear your music played on our radio station, on Xeno.fm backslash kings and queens radio. Backslash again. And don't forget the little dashes in between each word. Kings. K-I-N-G-S dash A-N-D dash Queens Q-U-E-E-N-S dash Radio R-A-D-I-O backslash Zeno dot F-M Z-E-N-O Last week we are our music on rotation 24-7 Submit it. We like it. Got this little talent, talent. We put you on there. We don't discriminate. We never negativity. You're always trying to spread positive. So if you have submissions, you can send it to Kings and Queens Radio 2020 at Gmail. K I N G S, the letter N, Queens, Q U E E N S. Radio R A D I O 2020 at gmail.com. You want to get her? We'll play you. Peace.